Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back, Scott Sports Network. My name is Scott. This is Scott Scoop, episode number 29. And thank you for joining me on this Thursday. Another Pack 4 show for you today. And we will get it started with this. Apparently, the Seahawks management is not happy with Russell Wilson. And I say, get over it. He is bigger than your entire franchise. He is the best player in your entire franchise. And you need to just figure it out. He is the most important person within that organization. More important than your GM, your coach, than anyone there. I understand that he struggled near the back half of the year last year. But you have someone who has been um, a top 10 and arguably top 5 quarterback for a decade. Deal with it. Figure it out work around it. You have what, like (laughs) the teams that don't have that quarterback, that's all that you really are looking for. And like, once you get that guy in the building, you accommodate him, you do whatever he wants for you. Um, you let him run the organization because he is what's most important for you. Um, yeah, you just need to (laughs) figure it out and accommodate it and like, just be the stable, competent organization that you've been in the past. I mean, This Seahawks team has been a freaking menace, a thorn in the side of my 49ers for a decade now. And I know that the 49ers have not been competitive for all of that decade. Um, But you just, you just gotta work it, work through it, work it out. Do not trade him. Do not entertain any of that. Um, Just figure it out up there in Seattle. Um, I saw a headline on ESPN today that says, is it time to pump the brakes on the Mahomes hype? Um, And to that, I say, you do not watch football. Um, just watch, <laughs> watch the Super Bowl, watch the throws and the things that Mahomes was doing. And it's just, there's maybe five guys that have ever walked the earth that can make those throws. Um, he's 25 years old. He's the face of the league. You just, oh my goodness. It, it sickens me the way that this man has been degraded, like, just watch that game, dude. Just watch that game. He is scrambling, running for his life like few can do. And then the throws that he makes. I mean, there's clips of the Bucks receivers on the sidelines being like, he's a magician. Godwin's like, he's a magician. How did he do that? How did he get that off? Um, Man, he is the most terrifying man to go up against in football right now. Um, and... No, it's not time to pump the brakes on the Mahomes hype. He is an unbelievable, generational, probably the best quarterback we're ever going to see. Keep that going. I understand that he got shut down for one game. But, like, he lost one game all year, and it was to a divisional opponent, which is always tricky. Won five out of the six of his divisional games. That's a pretty damn good year. I think every team in the NFL would take that. So, it's ridiculous, man. It's just ridiculous. Um, I mentioned a little bit about the G League bubble for the NBA yesterday, and I saw Marcus Whitman tweeting about um, perhaps some sort of tie between an XFL and the NFL, the franchise and the teams. And I really like the idea. Um, say you had eight XFL teams, maybe each division gets to send um, five to 10 to 15 guys down to them and then they own their rights um, and they can sign them at any point. I think that'd be really good to have it as a developmental league because there's a lot of players that need that sort of development. 
And then it gives a great opportunity for guys like Donald Parham last year. He came into the league and um, made an impact on the Chargers after playing well in the XFL. Um, the gosh, the safety that got kicked out of school, he got drafted. Um, I think it was Kenny Robinson, his name. Um, he played in the XFL, rose his draft stock, played well for the Panthers last year. Um, like it's it's a great, great league. It's a great idea. It's a great concept, and I think that um, it should be encouraged. It should be promoted and like if there is an opportunity to keep that alive keep it alive because looking at what the NBA is doing with their G League bubble I think it's really excellent um, I mentioned guys like Jared Jack and Jeremy Lin who are trying to make an NBA comeback and they looked really good I think that they can um, make an impact on a bunch of different NBA teams right now um, it's something where it's a great showcase for young talent and young development and it's something that is only going to make the league better um, so props to the NBA for making the G League bubble and look for opportunities to expand their NFL. I think that's a really great um, opportunity for the league in order to diversify the talent pool and just make the league overall a better um, functioning system and a better development system. Um, The three NBA games that I want to talk about from last night, um, four really, it was the Mavericks-Hawks, first of all. The Mavericks beat the Hawks 118-117, to Luca led the way for the Mavs with 28, 10, and 10. Big triple double for him. Jalen Brunson had 21 off the bench. Um, Trey Young had 25 and 15 in the loss, and John Collins had 33. But the big story out of the game was Trey Collins. Trey Collins. <laughs> Trey Young set a pick on Willie Colley Stein to um, end the game. It was 4.7 seconds left. Um, and Colley Stein, like the freaking buffoon that he is, sprints through Trey Young. And just gets demolished, and there's no call. And Trey Young was just about as mad as you'll see any NBA player towards a ref. Um, and it was just an egregious, egregious no call. And if he gets it, then he, that's two foul shots for Trey Young at the line. He's one of the best foul shooters in the NBA. Um, and they're down one. So that's um, just a terrible, terrible missed call. And I think officiating's been a bit poorer down the like league in general this year. Um, it's something that needs to be addressed, especially with the um, the jumping back into players and jumping forward into players on jump shots. Um, just doing more to kind of protect the the defender and also the whole charge rule. I think that charges are ridiculous. They're a very dangerous play. Like you shouldn't be undercutting someone in there in the air. That's how you're going to injure yourself. We've seen a lot of injuries with that. Um, there's a lot of room for the NBA to make strides in terms of officiating. Uh, the Suns beat the Milwaukee Bucks 125 to 124. Um, a lot of people are going to be talking about how Giannis didn't close and he, how he missed the last shot. And to that, I say you didn't watch the game. He was seven to seven in the fourth to, um, like leading into that final jump shot that he took. He had 47 points on the game. He was 17 to 21 from the line, which is excellent for him. Uh, Devin Booker led the way for the Suns in their victory. He had 30 points. Chris Paul had 28 points, seven boards, three stocks. Uh, so a good game for Phoenix and a great win for them. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to be fine. Uh, they're going to be the one or the two seed and they're going to win a playoff series. We'll see where it goes once they get into the deeper rounds because I'm not fully sure that they fixed all of the issues that they need to. The Lakers beat the Thunder in OT again. So that's back-to-back games playing the Thunder. Back-to-back games going to OT. Uh, they beat them 114-113. to 113. 
Uh, LeBron led the way with 25 points. Dennis Schroeder had 19. Montrez had 20 off the bench. Al Horford had a big game. He had 25 points, 8 boards, 8 assists, 5 stocks. Kenrich Williams had 24 points and 3 steals. I think he's a very talented player. He went uh, 11 to 14 from the field, and that was just another excellent pickup by Presti. Um, Lou Dort was hounding, absolutely hounding on the defensive end. And I love seeing uh, Rob Perez on Twitter just go off on him because he's one of his favorite players and he shows his highlights whenever he pops off on defense. So fun, fun game to watch. And LeBron had a great steal down the stretch to kind of seal the victory. Uh, three more performances that I want to talk about are Kawhi's 38 point, or sorry, 36 points, eight boards, five assists, and three stocks against the Minnesota Timberwolves in their game. Kawhi's had an excellent year this year and should be a top five candidate for MVP. Kyrie Irving had 35 points and eight assists, uh, including 17 of 17 for the line in their win against the Pacers yesterday. The Nets held the team to 94 points, which is very impressive for them. The Pacers shot under 40% from the field, uh, so good, good game for the Nets, and things might be looking up a little bit more, and they did this without their obviously best player in uh, Kevin Durant as well. Uh, and Zach Levine had a season-high 46 points alongside Kobe White's 30 points in the victory against the Pels uh, to kind of try and jumpstart and kickstart their season or maybe bump his trade value. We'll see about all that. But anyways, that will recap today. Um, I hope you'll join me tomorrow. Until then, as always, remember to hype up your friends. Tell your mom you love them. I love you, mom. And enjoy the day because it's going to be a great one. Peace.